When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chicago, welcome into the Chicago Sports Podcast, presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Visit gooseisland.com forward slash locations to check out all of their Chicagoland locations. Welcome into the show, everyone. I am Kevin Kadek, head of content at CHGO. We have a very Cubs-flavored episode coming for you today. (laughs) They, they were on the uh, set uh, just a while back talking about a little bit about baseball, a little north side baseball. They're staying around to help me and Luke uh, get through our Lawrence-free and Casey-free existence today. <laughs> Who to needs my, them anyway? Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo, and producing... The man on the board is Joey Spathis in for law today. Joey. So. He's been in the ones show and twos. Show Joey. Appreciate, <laughs> you guys st- uh, appreciate you guys sticking around. We've got a good show. We're going to be talking about the larger Cubs uh, who are doing their work in, the, in Indianapolis. Uh, we're going to be talking about the most, most heartbreaking trades in Chicago sports history on the, on the, uh, the heels of Patrick Train. Patrick Train. Patrick Kane getting moved out of, yeah. uh, out of town. And the pa- then uh, the Patrick train is leaving. The Patrick train Chicago. has left the station. It's gone. And we're also going to talk about CHGO's first birthday. March 4th is not only Chicago's birthday, but CHGO's birthday. So we're talking about that. But uh, how are we doing so far? Good. Good yeah. I mean, I'm, it's cold today. It wasn't this cold in Arizona. I kind of wish I was still there. <laughs> oh, here we go. Wow. Rubbing wow. it again. For spring training. For spring training. Um, yeah, not, not looking forward to the weekend's weather, but. I am looking forward to Saturday, the one-year anniversary of CHGO. It's a big day. It's been quite a year. Yeah, uh, snow coming tomorrow, so yeah, I guess snow is coming in honor of us. It, we we couldn't like enjoy that fall spring for for so long, but but it's here. Um, yeah. Luke, how how are you doing today? Uh, you know, I I'm glad Ryan's not uh, throwing the Hawaiian shirts in our face anymore. Yeah. That part's good. I you know the it's interesting because. Everybody has something big going on right now, right? Like the Cubs and Sox have spring training going on. The Bulls guys just got back from Paris. The Bears guys are going like crazy right now with yeah. all the stuff. I mean, they have so many storylines, they don't know what to do with them at this, yeah. at this point. And then the Blackhawks just traded Patrick Kane. So while not every story is something positive, we've all got something going on. So it's been busy. It's been a crazy busy week. Like my head is spinning. I, I we like, we couldn't believe that it was Thursday afternoon already, and here we are. It's like yeah, yeah. this podcast almost always sneaks up on us because we're just so busy. <laughs> we're going, going, going. Uh, down in Indianapolis, though, the Bears guys have been crushing it. It's a lot of fun down there. I've enjoyed reading Braggs's uh, like day. His like diaries, brick his, by his brick, diaries, yeah. Yeah, his brick the by brick layer at the combine. Yeah, what a. <laughs> He's uh, Rags to riches. Rags to riches. Brags to riches. Brags to riches. He just brings like <laughs> okay. a different, like that that little bit of different that that crew 
I guess I don't I don't necessarily think they needed it, but it, it's just a, it's it's just a little bit different compared to like you know the Moriano and 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 Dewitt and and Hogue and mm-hmm. and Carm. Like I, I I don't know how to explain it, but I think Bragg's just kind of like just brings a, a whole different vibe that just makes them even better than what Bragg's they were is the grout him. to that team. He's he's the grout. <laughs> Between the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the speckle? The speckle the same as the grout? I don't even know. The speckle is like you patch up holes, right? Oh, that's right. I don't even know if it's called grout for bricks. It is with tile, but I it's called. So. <laughs> I think it's called grout. Caulk. No, it's caulk. not caulk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a whole bunch of white collar dudes. Why we talk it just sports? Just masonry cement. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, we'll have we have to have Braggs on the show to tell tile, us about. Tile, it's grout. Hoag said today on on the podcast, if you were in Indianapolis. Last night, there was a 77% chance that Bragg's bought you a drink. So he's making <laughs> friends. There you go. Well, he's keeping him. bartenders in business. That's all you can ask. You he's go. done that for me before, even before we were at CHGO. I, I, met, I met Bragg's in person for the first yeah. time at Murphy's uh, in Wrigley like a year or two ago. And uh, we had just been friends on Twitter for a while. And yeah. he told me he was going to a game. And <laughs> I show up to Murphy's uh, in 2021 and uh, – He's like, you want a beer? I got you. And I was like, thanks, man. Should I, we give Braggs <laughs> our taking care of It's me. Nice. My name's Del Mendo. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Should yeah. we give Braggs our taking care of business award winner? We could. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Can we do that, Joey? One of our own guys? <laughs> All right. Why not? Business. That's the first right. ever. This week's taking care of business award winner, powered by ComEd, is our guy, Greg Braggs Jr., covering his first NFL combine. <laughs> Go check out his feed. It's a lot, a lot of fun. G. Braggs Jr. Twenty three. I said this. Um, I mean, people love seeing what Braggs is doing. Yeah. And I said this earlier. He's just such a great roadmap of if you want to get into sports, sports media, and let's just say you're a bricklayer. Follow his roadmap. Mm-hmm. Treat people nicely. Work hard at every single rep, whether there's one person watching on your Facebook live feed or, you know, tens of thousands of people watching on CHGO Bears and and just have passion for what you do. Yep. Yeah. And then drink brick juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you do that, everything's going to be fine. Right. I, I really do think that the being nice people is very mm-hmm. is a very overlooked part of succeeding, you know, not only in life, but also particularly in this business yeah. in this day and age oh, because you sure. need those relationships. Yeah. It's overlooked, but it's easy. It's like an easy thing to do just to be nice to people. And the people that can't mm. seem to do that, just, it always blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole company, like everyone's good to each other. We treat each other well and with respect. And when you go out past this company, sometimes you get in the world and people aren't like that. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you how do you live like that? Like just not being, not being able to be just mostly nice to people. Just, people get know. territorial and I get it. I get yeah. it. There's some things that you don't want to be nice about, but it's just like, if you're the average person, you, you could be nice. Not to nice brag person. about our brags, but we have the best bricklayer sportscaster, media mouth in town. That's what we've got. There you go. It'd be kind Boom. of funny if like, Another Chicago sports media outlet was like, we got to go get our own Braggs and brought in another bricklayer who like sort of looked like him, but it was like a bizarro Braggs. The Braggs. Yeah, like if we could get Garbage Joe or something, like some guy comes down and picking up trash. <laughs> yeah. What's Garbage Joe think about the socks tonight? <laughs> It'd be like Gilbert with Goldberg. If you know, bricklayers. If knows the wrestling stuff. Bricklayers. Gilbert. Tough job, by the way. Be, no uh, shot here. It'd be like... Uh, 
that that stuff that's going on uh, out in Denver between DMVR and oh. uh, I, I even, can't even think of their name. I don't even know if Denver I should be saying that. Yeah, DMVR Denver and Denver Sports. Yeah, Denver Sports, yeah. Sports the yeah. rivalry. Except that, you know, I, I don't know if I should say that. but <laughs> I You mean, just it, opened up a can of legal worms, Cody, <laughs> that cannot be closed. Way to go. Well, that's, awesome. that's honestly well, all I thought about Good once job. Luke said what he said. What's the <laughs> toughest job you've had? Bricklayer would be up there if you had. Mm-hmm. Ryan's done some plumbing. Not plumber. easy. White Hen Pantry was no treat, let Wait, me tell you. When we hired you, your substitute teaching was, was substitute, substitute teaching not as hard as plumbing? No. Substitute teaching was... Was there well, more poop It was substitute teaching? <laughs> well, I was in high school. I was in high okay. school. So, so thankfully, kids weren't pooping anymore at that. At, at, you know, kids out in the open. After at least most. Yeah, yeah at least they, they would ask me after yeah. 10. They would ask me to go to the bathroom, and then I wouldn't ask any more questions. So maybe they did their business in there. But all I did was sit there, take attendance, give them directions, and then... And then let them do what they needed to do. Like that was easy. That was yeah. the easiest twenty five dollars an hour I ever made. Yeah, Cody, the toughest job. Toughest job, probably my first job out of college, because I hated it. Because I had to pretend that I cared about news, um, and it was for like a very, very, very small, like, rural town downstate. Like board yeah. meetings and stuff. Yeah, yeah like I going to that. like that and like uh, miserable, like city council yeah. yeah i did that for six months i was so miserable i had th- like it was in 2015 thank god the cubs were good and like but they got they, that four-way they, stop when you were there that one time and that was a big story <laughs> yeah luke <laughs> same thing that first yeah that first media job in market michigan was well 400 inches of snow need i say more there you go <laughs> yeah i've had i've been pretty happy i guess with most jobs that i've had there, I did work at a Best Buy during a summer in college, and that started very early for what college was. And I eventually figured out that I could actually go behind the refrigerator stock and take a little nap, <laughs> and no one really cared. So <laughs> they wouldn't say anything. Just found a, found a way to get through. All right, let's talk about the NFL Combine that's still going on. I throughout the weekend, the workouts are actually just starting. There's a lot of talking going on Mm -hmm. but obviously the biggest news story by far and by far this is gonna be remembered as the Jalen Carter combine because as he was getting ready to speak with the media yesterday morning news came out that he an arrest warrant was out for his role in a fatal street racing crash with where two members of the University of Georgia football team um, passed away in January right after they won the national title and this obviously um, it affects everything for the draft. I mean, draft wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously a very human component here. That's that you know, it's difficult to talk about. Um, and I'm sure it's it's hard for for like Jalen Carter to get past. Um, but it's just kind of thrown everything up in the air, yeah. and in, in terms of these things. So, like, what was the first thing that came to your mind when when you guys heard that? Uh, my first thought for him. For- when I heard about, are you talking about like the like the the like the the stuff? Yeah, I, I, like I didn't like I, I guess we didn't know that he was involved until yeah, yesterday. I had no idea. He yeah, said he, he had yesterday. said that he wasn't, and that he showed up. Right. And now it appears there may be surveillance videos showing his car leaving the scene. Yeah. yeah. So I guess allegedly the news this week regarding him. I mean, I was a little, I was pretty shocked. Uh, um, and now. This is probably going to cost him some some dollars, uh, for his, So for him, not that I 
feel bad about it for him, but it's more of like right. I, all I can think about is like, oh, well, this this guy's career could be in jeopardy. I, I don't, yeah, I don't really know exactly how much this incident is going to affect his draft stock. But mm-hmm. you know, if I'm the Bears right now, I, I think Jalen Carter's off the board for me. If, if, if I'm the one, if I'm uh, Brian Poles, I, I'm me too. I'd go with Will Anderson if I, we're going to take a deal. Yeah, a I, said, I think I think at that point, if that's the route they go. It's like Will Anderson is now above Jalen Carter. Like the yeah. the decision kind of has been made. It feels like, and that's a terrible situation. It's just when it comes to that kind of stuff, it, that hurts. That hurts you just off the feet, off the field stuff, incidents like that. I mean, not specifically that, but just off mm-hmm. the field incidents always has an effect on how people view you, whether it's on the football field, off the football field, and because Jalen Carter is now involved in this. I mean, I don't know when a resolution is going to come, but like, yeah. it seems as though Will Anderson is now. If the Bears are going after one of those two, it's going to be Will Anderson. In my he, opinion, he was great yesterday in his interview. By the way, the, st- the answers he had, Will right. Anderson, were great. And let's not forget, somebody in the league will still gladly take Carter. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's going Someone to happen. Will. But we're talking about the Bears because they have the number one pick, and they sure they might slide to number four, or they might slide a little bit further and, and have the Colts pick. He might st- he'll likely for certain still be available at four. He'd mm-hmm. be probably available when the Colts pick. But somebody, this isn't the GGL. This isn't the good guy league. Right. You're not. You're not Definitely just taking not all guys. Guy but <laughs> but the problem is if you're if you're using a first round pick, especially one in the top five or six. In my opinion, you can't take the that. Ba- character the Bears risk. don't draft here you very often. The, no, they do not draft often. Risk. You do not want to end up with another wasted top ten pick. Um, you don't want Curtis Enos. Um, you don't yeah. want you know Kevin White. Kevin White. Oh. You want to get a little closer you to Rofon Smith. Hopefully, hopefully, you keep him. I, I've had a hard time for, time with this, right? I mean, it's it's not a situation where he killed someone. I don't think you did something maliciously. Mm-hmm. He was in a completely different car. Did something um, dumb. I think it's a situation like. Honestly, I mean, I think people have been in situations where, hey, my friend's in the other car. Yep. I'm going to floor it. Yep. I mean, I'll raise my hand. I've been there. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I've been in a – now, I've been in a car where a guy, like, just was kind of just, like, flooring it and just, like, being really reckless, and that's not a great feeling. No. Um, I, I just – I mean, th- things happen, right? Yeah. I think there was whispers of his character concerns before this. I don't know if – the thing I can't really understand is if those character concerns are tied to the situation or something larger. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bad decision for sure. Right. If, he, if he was in, indeed involved, foolish decision is going to cost him millions of dollars. Might not have any impact on his NFL career at all. No. Yeah. But Now, we were talking before the show, Luke, and I said, well, what, what if he ends up that this is Warren Sapp? Right. And you shot back right away. What, if, said, it, what yeah. if he's Lawrence Phillips? What if he's Lawrence Phillips? Because the Rams thought, you know what? Great running back. He's going to be okay. And Right. I, mean, I don't – let me put it this way. I've never heard anything about him being close to what Lawrence Phillips was. Yeah. This I, is – if it's just the driving thing, and don't get me wrong, two people died, and if he had a role in that – So I think the best way to do concerned. this is like you boil this down as to not a moral judgment – but an investment judgment. Yes. Where are you going to invest your draft stock? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to invest that, what, 35 to $40 million you're going to give mm-hmm. someone drafted at, you know, near the top of the draft? 
And you see a guy like Will Anderson, who, you know, apparently grades out a little bit better in that that category. Now, what, what's intriguing is Will Anderson is plays a different position and is a different player. So, like, what what do you need? You're not going to you know stick with that 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 top pick probably. So now, do you feel a little bit more comfortable trading down to to you know between seven and ten, and maybe going with Tyree Wilson? Are you fine getting Tyree Wilson and the extra capital? I guess the way that I look at it with Carter, and I'm I'm checking out the chat right now, and it seems like more people are willing to just kind of let this entire situation go for Jalen Carter. Yeah. Um, for me, the way that the reason I feel like the way I do is like, yeah, it was a dumb mistake. Well, how many times has he done something like this but just didn't get caught? And That's then right. you're thinking about the future of your NFL franchise. How mm-hmm. do you know if he is going to mature? Whenever he becomes an NFL player. That's the way I look at it. And, like, I see some of the comments, people saying all these good things he's did at Georgia. I'm I'm not a Georgia fan. I'm sure he's done some good things. But, again, Mm -hmm. what he did was dumb. I'm not necessarily saying his character is is bad. I'm saying, is he going to be someone that you want to, like, build your franchise around or can you rely on him to just be, like, to to not do anything stupid? Like, that's – that's that to me. That's the question here. Again, like if you made me f- draft, do the draft today, I would take Will Anderson just because it seems like a much more sure bet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I totally understand why people could still be in on Carter. But mm-hmm. that's like the issue is is like here's the can thing. You rely this is a him? process where they look at everything. How Every long your thing. fingers are, yeah. what your wingspan is, how you react to you know. How you react to some? What's your wonderlick? Would you be? Would you like that, to be an apple or an orange? Yeah, like some stupid question. There's not an answer to. Yeah. Right? So to me, right. like this is a bigger question, <laughs> right? To me, like it's not a bad thing to be sitting here and actually thinking through. Like, okay, this guy was involved in a situation that left two people dead. Right. You know, and ex- a lot, bad luck had to be at play. A lot of bad judgment had to be at play. Other people on their cars, you know, made their decision. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But like to me. You, you have to look through all these things because just because you're drafted number one or number two or number three doesn't mean you're a surefire thing. Mm-hmm. Some people look at Jalen Carter and see a genera- generational guy. Other people look at him and see something less than that. You got to, I mean, yeah. it's, these are not easy decisions. No, the, real, I, the real question is, okay, we all agree. If he was the number one, if he was the best player in the draft and is the best player in the draft and you had the number one pick, would you take him at one? No. Would you slide down to four and take him at four? Nope, too high. Yeah. How far does he have to fall before the Bears would be willing to say, he's just too good to pass up, and then they start doing the spin zone and say, well, it was one mistake, he made a mistake, we believe in second chances, and that storyline starts. Does he have to drop to 15? Does he have to drop someone's, to 20? Someone's going to talk themselves into him between still six to, and ten. He does not 10. drop he, below there. He still goes top ten, you can't, I agree. Someone, someone threw out a scenario. Let's say... The Bears walk away with two and twelve from the Texans, right? Mm-hmm. He's not around at twelve. There's no way. But if he is, yeah. there's two more months for people to talk. Well, then I think oh, you do man. take him. Absolutely. Ryan. I, I, the way I, the way I look at it is, I'm just happy I'm not the Bears front office having to make this decision, and I don't want to yeah. talk about Jalen Carter's character or anything because I, just, I don't know the kid. And I'm not going to act like I paid attention to his. How his, many people knew who Jalen Carter was two months ago? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know him, and I'm not going to act like I know I'm him. I'm not a college have, football no, guy. I have paid attention to him much, in, in, yeah, when through his college football boy. career. So I'm just going based off what I've seen, and I'm like, thank God I'm not in that 
war room right now trying to make that decision because I don't know. Like, yes, you want to feel like, oh, he's you know, he's a kid. He made a, yeah. he made a bad mistake, but can we, you know, turn this into a lesson that teaches him to be a better person, a better man? You know, I see both sides of the argument. I don't even want to, I don't even love, I'm just saying like, from look, for look, our team. Well, I'm saying looking from the outside in, it's like if this is what the Bears are looking at between, again, Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, Will Anderson it, it feels like the decision has is leaning towards like it's been made for Will Anderson in, in his direction. Mm-hmm. That's, this what, is that's the, how it feels like to me. This Justin is the Steel biggest offseason in franchise history. <laughs> you can't get the number one pick wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody agrees. It's the biggest offseason yep. in franchise history. Well, Ryan Poles will never the Bears have, have an offseason the, bigger the, than the Bears this have one. to nail the trade it. down first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to, I mean, you have to nail that. Well, one hundred percent, you're not taking him at one. Right, right. And you don't really want to take Will Anderson at one. But if you if you're forced to take one of them at one because nobody wants to trade, you're taking well, this Will. This pretty Anderson. much ensures that he won't be there at four if you do trade with the Colts. I wouldn't take him at four. No, it's interesting. I. Uh, Good luck, Ryan Poles. <laughs> I've lo- I've loved the conversations from Indy. Um, Corey Wooten is there, and he's throwing out some names, saying like Kalijah Cansey, who's you know not projected. I don't think to be a first round guy. He loves him just as much as as uh, Jalen Carter. He's a, he thinks he has a higher motor, possibly a higher upside. So if it, if you're able to identify some opportunities like that, you put Jalen Carter in the rearview mirror, and you never. Yeah. I'll give you another scenario. Yes, that's probably a bad choice. I was, I was, just, lo- I was just looking at <laughs> yes. the at the CBS, CBS's new mock draft, and Kansi's already up at number five since Seattle. So, yeah, <laughs> Corey Woods is not the only one that might see something. He's up about. at five already. Kalijah Kansi. Yeah. Oh, okay, wow. R- for round one, pick five from the Seattle. The the part the blurb was the Seahawks aren't strangers to surprising first round picks. So I guess people would see it as a surprise. But it's interesting. Yeah, Carter's back at the combine today. Yeah. The other the other interesting thing about it is. And, and this will impact franchises, too. He's already talked to some teams, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe the Bears, but he already talked to some teams. If he didn't tell them about this, that will raise a bigger character question for teams almost than the we, incident We got itself. lied to. Right, like, yeah. he didn't tell us, and then that trickles down. But again, not the GGL. Yeah. Somebody's not going to care. I just wonder if you got, let's say, the Bears... Dr- Trade down twice, and somehow he slides to ten. Do you? Sl- I personally would rather have the best wide receiver in the draft than take that risk. Yeah, I or mean, the best offensive lineman with that. If you had two picks, there's there. so many different holes. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. The Bears, yeah, they have so <laughs> many holes. I'm not I, sold on Will Anderson. No? Oh, I I don't know, but I I heard the. I went through the list of things that he's accomplished in college. I was like, absolutely, two-time SEC uh, Bednarik winner. Marco Nagurski, two-time winner. If he, if he doesn't fit the Bears' scheme, if he has not played with his hand in, in the dirt. Yeah. Well, then then I say trade down multiple times and get as many picks as you can or start to get the picks piled up for next year I just, yeah. and, and just shoot it back another year so you're not making all the decisions this year. So it, it it just feels like whatever decision is made is going to get screwed. Oh, it will. Hell, yeah. Man. yeah, because but none it, of them are like guaranteed. You, like you right. said, it's the biggest offseason in Bears history, probably ever. And you're looking at it like, okay, Ryan Poles has to get this mm-hmm. pick right, number one. And we're not going to know if he got it right for at least a couple of years. It's going to be scrutinized to hell for a while. So two weeks ago, uh, Can- uh, Kalijah Kansi we were talking about, he was ranked 
by Pro Football Focus as 39th overall and the fourth um, interior defensive mm-hmm. lineman. So he must have made a pretty big jump here in the. That is a CBS mock draft. I don't know okay. that everyone's projecting. Are they trying? Are they? Yeah. Uh, well, well the, and the quarterbacks haven't even worked out yet. Yeah, that's not. That's the other. I, I think that's Friday. But like, what if they all stink at the workout? Then, then, then that number one pick is losing value. You need those guys to just all of them be like, right. or or one of them, so people are fighting yeah. to get. We need we need Will Levis to really become a thing. Like, <laughs> I think you need, need at least you need, we at need least someone two of those to have guys. A, we need someone to have a Zach Wilson esque yeah. workout. We're just yeah. whoa that throw. Yeah, Richardson, <laughs> Anthony Richardson, Richardson is yeah. getting some good press. Let's let's talk him yeah, up. He's yeah. Someone was great. saying I love him. Who was saying he's the the cross between Cam Newton and Justin Fields? Sure, why not? He's let's an go. athlete. <laughs> let's go. I've watched him. Yeah. Wow. Which did not expect that. What um. What drill would you do of, for the combine? If we had to do it here, what drill would you feel most confident saying, okay, I could, I could place top five C, CHGO? Bench, I, don't, I, I, I just don't want to race Herb in the alley. That's all I know. <laughs> bench. I think I would get num- number two in bench. I think Steven might be able to beat me. Oh, yeah. You and I, Steven uh, in a bench off? Steven might be able to beat me, Steven but I definitely get top two. Did Maybe, if, I, if I can't get well, top Corey five Well, Corey Wooten would bench. be involved in that, right? I think I can no, get top No, Wooten's not yeah. allowed. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, Wood would beat us all at every time. Io is not allowed into the building, and, and Corey's not allowed. Io, too. However, if they want to who's play. the fastest person here? Well, it depends. Nick, are yeah. we going by age yeah, category? Nick. I feel like I got a pretty good chance against Larry in a sprint. You are you fleet of foot, Luke? No, but I only have to go against one or two people if it's fifty and over. I don't have to compete against too the many age guys. Categories. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who would, if anyone could. Uh, you're pretty fast, Joey, aren't you? Joey looks quick. Quick. Quicker than fast. A lot of burst. Uh, I don't know. I, Nick I, would probably I, win most of the, like, athletic type things. Nick and Ryan. Like the, like the jumping and the, and the running stuff. That's yeah, fair. I forgot about swimmer, Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I don't remember all the uh, – I would lose, like, the hand measurements. I know that. Yeah. We know um, we're all – Nobody's good at softball. We know that. Yeah. It's a written exam. I hit a home run in softball this year. He did. Ah, but Mr. Clemendo hit into a triple play. Yeah, that is not one wants forgotten. to forget that. Damn, no, we're not. <laughs> it, was it wasn't not his my fault, fault, but he did it. If he didn't put it on the ground, it wouldn't have been a triple play. So kind of was. Appreciate everyone in the Thanks. chat today. See my man, Marcos. He was out at our Bulls uh, meetup last night. It was awesome meeting him. He came all the way down from Gurney on wow. the train, which was oh, awesome. Wow. Love that. He says, so good show, fun. fellas. Nice meeting you last night, Kevin. Continue to produce good content in CHEO. It was really cool. Great outlet. You guys missed out a, on a good party last night. Saw some yeah. good picks. Someone was asking where Luke was. I don't know if it was Marcos. Luke, huh. Luke has a child that he has to look after. He can't <laughs> right. go straight home. <laughs> Gotta get that kid to bed. It's all right. We'll, yeah. probably, we'll have plenty of Cubs uh, takeovers or watch parties this summer. That's right. Yeah. So. A lot, a lot of. I'm looking Marcos for. Like I'm looking. I'm looking forward shirt, to getting past this terrible weather and getting some of these things oh, outside. Man. And that is so yeah. true. Cracking the Goose Island in the sun. That's why we oh, always yeah. look forward to baseball season because we know that's when the weather is at its best. Is Right when baseball season starts. This weather, is, starts, but. This weather is bad news, though, because you say, oh, it's 50 degrees, and then you go outside, and if the sun drops just like a little bit in the sky, it's yeah. 38 and windy, and you're freezing outside, and you're like, what happened to 50 real fast? <laughs> yeah. 
So we're what four weeks away from the Sox season opener, and we're exact, four weeks in a day. Twenty eight from the Cubs. Four weeks exactly from. Oh, is it March thirtieth for the yep. Cubs? Yeah, and then 29th for the Sox. I think. I think so. Is it? Okay. We don't cover the Sox. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, when did the Sox start? What? What day did the Sox? Twenty ninth day. Oh, 30. Same both day. Same day. Four weeks from today. Let's go. Cubs and Sox both open. All right. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side or south side, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan of your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. We've got like Three, four more months of hoodie weather, so yeah. go for yeah, it. we're going. At least. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below. And for all non-presale items, you can use the promo code CHGO, and you'll get 10% off. Pretty cool, guys. Uh, we've actually been talking with one of our salespeople. FOCO's going to send us uh, some cool bobbleheads for yeah. Cubs and Sox. We're going to populate uh museum taves and hester and fields down here with with some some baseball people so foco has us covered foco can have our fans covered check it out foco.com maybe that shawarma bobblehead you wanted oh yeah we've been asking Uh, yeah braves it would just be such a a, a collector's item (laughs) you can tell our kids about the match one of the things they're sending us is this really awesome thing it's like (laughs) this gigantic gold glove and it's got andre dawson bobblehead in front of it okay Um, I'm like, if that thing comes in here, it's probably going to walk out the door with yeah. someone. Somebody's, that yeah. someone might be me, but <laughs> anyway. Luke, tell us about Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. The best deals on tickets, I should say. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you thought you never could buy. You won't find a better deal this upcoming season on Cubs and Sox tickets created by the fans for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest price. And if you love CHGO, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Is it too early to get Bears tickets? Probably no. not. I'm going to the Big Ten yeah, tournament so next week. Big Ten tournament tickets. Game time. Thanks. Game time. Sean's going to. Game time. Sean's going. I will Sean's say going. one of my like. I don't know how this works anymore with all the digital ticking, but ticketing. But one of the coolest things about postseason basketball is when someone gets eliminated and everyone yeah. descends on the just eliminated fans and tries to get their tickets. Yeah. I don't know if that that happens anymore. It's like, hey, give me your email address, or uh-huh. it used to be just people, you know. Right, passing me, off their paper tickets. Let me forward it. Yeah. That's the one thing I do miss about tickets, like going to events or whatever. Is they don't give out the actual tickets. Yeah. there's no souvenir yeah. anymore. No. That's like the that was like the cool thing. Well, it's like remember back in the day when like to get Cubs tickets, you had to get the wristband and try to you know, try to get the right place in line and stuff. They don't do that anymore. Yep, back in the day, Joey does not remember that whatsoever. Three years older than you. How do you not know that? <laughs> you went. You got a wristband. <laughs> Right when they first started the printouts, I'm like, all right, I'm going to save these printouts. And just not the whole, no, not the same no. thing. They used to stamp your hand going into bars. The they nice thing that. is they, they still do credentials, and credentials are sa- worth saving. Yeah. So yeah. That's true. Michael Jordan's last game in Chicago as a bull. Nice. Okay. 
I did a story about a guy who was trying to collect a ticket to every game that Michael Jordan had ever played. Hmm. And I mean, it's crazy. He's like missing like 60 of, I mean, literally wow. every game, like 1986 in even the wizards games. Yeah, oh. absolutely. I mean, he, it, like, and he oh, like wow. Olympics it's games. It's crazy. Everything. Uh, no, I, I think, I don't know if he went into North Carolina days or not, but he's got way too much time on his hands is what that guy's got. <laughs> well, the, the problem is, is like, he may never complete it because the, the tickets to the opener, the first game he ever played are like North of $40,000 now. So, yeah, but even if he does do it, like, so what? What are you going to do with it? Then you're going to sell them all? The minute you get them, you're going to sell them because if you don't, you're an idiot. Yeah. That's a terrible collection. Yeah. Every game he ever played, do something attainable. Win the lottery. <laughs> Win the There's lottery. a guy actually out the there. <laughs> There's a guy. It's more likely. If you go to carltonfisk.com, it's not owned by carltonfisk.com. It's owned by some person who is like, Way too into Carlton Fisk. Oh, God. wow. And they, they're also trying to, like, get a ticket to every Carlton Fisk game. So, I think about that. That's like every, Carlton Fisk, what, played 23, 24 seasons times ridiculous. 162. I'm mean, not that he played in every game, but. It's impossible. Wow. It's impossible. I wouldn't even. That's a collection that I just have. I do not have the time or patience to want to try. Also, like, how is he finding, get, like, is he just tweeting? A lot of trading. Like, hey, do you yeah. have a Bulls ticket? So part of the yeah, reason he approached me was at, I was at Yahoo. He thought he could kind of get his, um, oh, his, his, his quest pl- out there. His quest out there a little bit more. And so he trades a lot. Some people just send him. I mean, real cool guy. But, yeah, it's, it's a little weird pursuit, too. So. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the week's other big story, which I would argue is a little bit bigger in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that was Patrick Kane getting traded to the New York Rangers. We saw the pictures today, him and a New York Rangers. <laughs> weird. Come on, man. Real like, weird. Yeah. It was I don't did you see like the picture of him on the at the press conference? He kind of looked like a, a NASCAR driver with yeah. with the New York Rangers <laughs> logo and everything. It, a lot going on. The only thing is that the red, white, and blue at least make it look like a team USA type thing. If it was if it was Colors that were just not in any scheme you'd never seen him in or ever seen him in, then it'd be even weird. It still was so strange. I guess that's cool that he's still with an American team. I mean, being the best American player, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it it original a little, six. though, that it is like New York. Yes, like, absolutely. Like, I, I don't, yeah. admittedly, I'm, I'm not the biggest like uh, hockey guy, but I realized that like Chicago and New York just doesn't like. Right. I really thought I would Tampa, be able to talk myself right, into. Right. All right, I'm like I'm going to really get into whatever team that Kane or if Taze had gone, I would have been super. Like if Taze had ended up with the Avalanche, I'm like, all right, break out the Avalanche jersey. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like how badly I can get into the New York Rangers New winning York the Stanley Rangers. Cup. Like yeah. no, <laughs> just just root for Patrick Kane. That's pretty much it. Like, you don't have to even care that the Rangers win. It's like, oh, good for Patrick Kane. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, man. Absolutely. So we did the we did last week's podcast, and I was pretty adamant like they should not trade him; they should do everything, and it just didn't work out that way. And I have to say, like I honestly cannot remember a trade in my Chicago sports fandom that has affected me this much. Like it, it still does not sit right with me. I still (laughs) like this was a guy that should have retired as Chicago Blackhawk. You should have figured out a way, and maybe it didn't happen. Maybe Patrick Kane didn't want to stay here. Maybe he still wanted wants to go win his fourth Stanley Cup, but. Man, it, this one hurt. And so yeah. what I want to know from you guys is, and I want to know from people in the comments, what was the Chicago sports trade that broke your heart? 
not oh they traded Mitchell you know they traded up for Mitchell Trubisky that that's different. Mm-hmm. This is something like player they traded away. Tra- yeah. Player that traded away. <laughs> Roquan. It could be Roquan. Yeah. And it's season. not Lou Brock. You didn't know what Lou Brock. One, you probably weren't al- alive for Lou Brock. <laughs> right. Two, you didn't know what. <laughs> Except for Luke. <laughs> I never saw Lou Brock play. <laughs> but you, you understand what I'm yes, saying. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, like. Not, not necessarily a not, bad trade, but yeah. just like a heartbreaking one. That's yeah. a worst trade. I mean, the number one for me is Derrick Rose. Yeah, easily like very easily. No one else has, no other trade in any of my teams I've ever made have made me as sad as seeing Derrick Rose get traded to the Knicks. One because I mean, growing up when Derrick Rose when when Derrick Rose was drafted and debuted like that basketball the Bulls were my team, basketball was my sport. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose is like not my first favorite player, but he quickly became my favorite player of all time. Seeing the rise, seeing the fall. All that stuff, the, the attempted comebacks, all that. I mean, I was way too, way too invested in all that stuff. Same. And then they trade him, and yeah. Did it, you he, think he was going to be a bull for life? I thought so. I don't Signaled know because at the t- at the time, I it it, it didn't feel like it, like it felt like he was going to eventually be gone somewhere, mm-hmm. right? But it didn't make it any less sad for me to see him go. And then, yeah, I think I mean the change of scenery has probably helped him. But then you see the video of him finding out he got traded. Oh man, that yeah, heartbreaking. That, that that made me shed a tear. And then then every year or whenever he's a free agent, I'm sitting here clamoring for the Bulls to bring him back. He could be the, the trade deadline. Guard, I was man. like, bring him back. This, every this year, team stinks. Let's get the, let's make it fun. And the Bulls won't bring him back. And it's every year. It's another it's another yeah. little heartbreak that stems from the fact that they traded him. Was it <laughs> six years ago now? Seven. Do you remember ago? what the terms of the trade were? No. Didn't they get back? It was with the Knicks. And I don't remember. I'm sure it was what they got back at somewhere. all. I don't remember what you the, can't name oh, one uh, player. I can't name any piece of it. Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez. Oh, yeah, good call. Did they get Rolo good. in there. Okay. Yeah. Jose Calderon and Jerry and Grant, and they also sent Justin Holiday in a mm. second round pick. They got, they got nothing. Grant's they got, like they got nothing. Kid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They got nothing. <laughs> Bulls legend. Oof. Robin Lopez. Bulls legend. A lot of people in um, in the comments saying Derrick Rose. DJ Cal says Derrick Rose trade by far. Our guy Doug said I saw Lou Brock play, but was a kid. Don't recall Ernie Brolio at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, so that's mine. and Mac for the Bears. The, like there haven't been a ton of Bears trade like, trades. Like yeah. trading the NFL is not it's quite not as common. As common. Yeah. So I mean, you have two already just in this last season. The two best players on defense. I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. And I would say Roquan is closer to his prime than obviously Mac is. But a lot of people don't buy the Roquan trade. That people still are like, well, but why I, would you? Like trade I would a guy say that's, that's still that a different kind of trade. Like I, Chicago wasn't he's in love a, with Roquan. He's not a legend. Him, right? No, no, no. I don't think the that ho- Chicago. It's the hockey and basketball. I don't ones. think that Chicago was like that in love with baseball. Uh, Khalil Mack either. You know. Well, like you can tell the story of Chicago sports without Roquan or Khalil Mack. You can't yeah. tell it without Patrick Kane. Cannot tell it without Derrick Rose. It really would have felt more like if the Bears had traded Brian Urlacher or something like. That. I know, uh, yeah, that, exactly. That's, that's the level that it would. So, have, would well, have we're all we're all purposely not saying the Cubs trades, I and mean, we just had a teardown of well, the guys I mean, that won it in twenty sixteen. I was going to say we're getting we're probably getting to what Cody's going to say, and you cannot tell the story of Chicago sports without the twenty sixteen Cubs, right? That's right. Probably the number one bullet point. Well, no, probably Chris one. Bryant a. cried. Yeah. What's that? Chris Bryant cried. Yep. Chris Bryant did crack. Back, yeah. So was it a combination of all the trades, or did one particularly hit bad for you, Cody? Uh, Riz, an, trading Anthony Rizzo hit me 
worse than any of them because the reason Baez and Brian didn't hit me like Rizzo is because they traded Rizzo the day before. Yeah, Rizzo was first. So they <laughs> traded Rizzo. I was in shambles, and then the next day I just, you know, I I knew that, okay, they moved Rizzo. Brian and Baez are on their way out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want – God, I'm, I'm, it's like PTSD talking about this <laughs> shit. Like, well, you didn't like the all, Darvish trade much either at the time. Well, not that he was a Chicago legend. But. Not, I, 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 that's another story. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Rizzo, I mean, he was here for 10 years. He was the captain, helped, the, helped, helped break a 108-year curse, beloved by the fans, like beat cancer, does all these things for kids who have cancer. Like just yeah. a, just a, like from from a fan perspective alone, like all those things are a big reason why Anthony Rizzo was is is forever a legend here. I, we've talked about on CSU Cubs, like who's like who from twenty sixteen is going to get a statue. And if like to me, if if there was just one guy, if you had to choose one guy, like I don't care if Anthony Rizzo is in the Hall of Very Good, which he basically is, like. And all the rest of the statues are all Hall of Famers. If there is one guy from that team that deserves to have his own statue, I would say it's him Mm. as far as a player. Um, Boy, I'd argue it's Chris Bryant. Well, I I think Chris Bryant's a a better player. If it had to be one. If it had to be one. He was the the, MVP that year. But I just feel like Anthony Rizzo – like you're talking about trades that like I guess heart give you heartbreak. And like I'm just – like I just don't feel like – the city was as broken, like they were broken about it, but like no one really thought that they were going to trade Rizzo. And then it happened, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, the rest of these it's guys are out of here. But I mean, you could sit here and argue about it all day. All I'm saying is that when that happened, it, you know, it sucked. It's, uh, you know, a guy who was here for 10 years and won a World Series, he's top five MB- MVP uh, vote in 2016. Like he was one of the best first basemen in the National League through most of his years with the Cubs. Like he, he made an impact here, and uh, and that's kind of like not to say that Javi and, and and Chris Bryant didn't. I'm just, there was just something a little bit extra with Rizzo because he was the first guy during the rebuild. He was the first guy that came up and everyone like latched onto. I argue Starling Castro was first. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> and I, and I, and I almost would argue. We're World talking about series. the team that won the World Series. <laughs> I get why it's to you. You're saying Rizzo. He was the first one, so it hurt the most. I would say the flip side. It's Baez and Bryant. Because they were homegrown guys. Mm-hmm. Rizzo started with two other organizations before he got here. So he, you'd seen him in something else. Yeah. You'd never seen Chris Bryant and Javi Baez in anything else. That's, true. That's fair. I, I guess it's... I, I think it goes think, to who was your favorite player at that sure. point. Like, Maybe. I think, I, the I, thing I, is, is like I, I, Chris Bryant was my favorite player of that entire era or whatever. I, I just think Rizzo just kind of... When you throw in the, the fans a little bit more, yeah, yeah the the fans, the you know, Lurie Children's Hospital mm-hmm. yeah. the involvement, yeah. community yeah. stuff, and 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 how I agree with and, Cody and with the, Rizzo too, deserves but. like the separate statue. I just don't think, I don't know if they're ever going to get pat to, into statues past the four core, you yeah. know, sixties. And the guys, way that so. they the the way that they do the statues right now, it's like the, all those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Yes, and, right. and it so be only for I I lean to believe that when they commemorate it and whenever the ten year anniversary, it's going to look over, like the White Sox one. It'll be it'll yes. be it'll be like a, a and, and a I'd argue that's the way to do it. And we've talked about we talked about it when Fergie got his statue last year. That as as much as like some of those players were, I mean, Chris Bryant won the damn MVP that year. You know, Ben mm-hmm. Zobrist won the World Series MVP. Rizzo was Rizzo. 
as much as like those guys were great in their own right, like none of them mattered as much as that team winning the World Series. Like, no, it shouldn't be any one of those guys. It should be that 2016 team. I was just saying, if there was one, if there was Mm -hmm. one, I just think he made a bigger impact on the city in terms of popularity and how it came together. Uh, I don't think that. I think in 20 years, when you look back on that team, more people are going to remember Anthony Rizzo than the rest of them. Mm. That's the first name that people would say. So, Yeah, that day sucked. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to do a podcast about it. July 30th, uh, 2020? Or the 29th? Something like was the yeah. 29th, I think, was the day. Yeah. The 30th. I, either way. Uh, I actually had lived in Chicago for a week. I moved to Chicago a week uh, before that So day. it's your fault. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like you drove them all out of town. Yeah, okay. so... Uh, <laughs> The yeah. Hawks have some that are just as bad, though. It was. Just, I was going to say if I if I have to go back, like Jeremy Roenick getting traded, that w- that was bad. I mean, that mm-hmm. was Roenick, Chelios, and Kane stand up against any three. For, I mean, those are three of the biggest names in franchise history. Yeah, and, and that like was Brian in the middle Rizzo. of their prime. I yes. mean, that's all these other people were arguing. Like we got a lot out of them. Obviously, we got a lot out of Jeremy Roenick, but there was still more to get. Um. Yeah, yeah the, the the Hawks have not acquitted themselves well. Very historically, mm-hmm. our guy Michael Collada mentions Phil Esposito, who came up with the Hawks, ends up going to Boston and and just scoring goal after goal after goal. Did, so that that one sticks with savvy. Did trade? Devin Hester sign like when he left Chicago? Did it wasn't a trade? It was it was like free agent signing. Was that? Yeah, that's a good so. question. Yeah, because I don't remember. But if I had, if you. If you force me to like just choose a bear that I was sad to see go, yeah. Devin Hester is like right up there because like I'm 31, so like the like those yeah. Bears teams, like the the 05, 06 team that went to the Super Bowl, like Devin Hester was like one of them, like yeah. he was like my first like real bear that I adored. Yeah. Nobody said Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Um, well, turned yeah. out Jimmy Butler's a pretty good player. The Jimmy Butler yeah. trade didn't hurt. I, no, because I think people thought it was sad. it was the right move. No, it was the right move, and <laughs> and a lot of people didn't like his antics. Antics, yeah. good word. I don't think anyone felt yeah. sad about it. We were just kind of like, well, uh, that sucks. This sucks. This is this is officially a rebuild. It'll be yeah. similar to when they. It's gonna be uh, similar to when they trade Zach Levine this offseason. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe. Probably the trade that we were kind of. Wondering what it was going to happen at the trade deadline. Socks? Jake Sadie says. Sammy Sosa? I don't know. Was there a. No. Yeah. Jake's. Uh, Socks Jake, never trade anyone? Jake says in the like chat. Yeah, Greg uh, Olson. Starlin Castro. If he Greg Olson, he said, too. Said Greg Olson was a big one. Starlin Castro, and, and what Jake said is true. Like, it felt weird him not being there in 2016 because it for did. what, like the first two, three ish yeah. years of that, like the 2010s, he was the yeah. only thing worth watching yeah. mm-hmm. until Rizzo came up and, like, you know, they started getting a little bit better. But like Rizzo, for a while there, like Castro, I think he had like 200 hits two years in a row. Was yeah. all star. Like Rizzo machine. kept his song in honor. Yeah, yeah. walk was, up song. Yeah. And, and it and it was one of those things. Yeah, one of the things that had to happen because like that all led to obviously Ben Zobris getting signed by the Cubs. It just it did feel weird that like Castro went through that whole first half of the decade, yeah. the rebuild, the tear down, the rebuild, yeah. the come up, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't get to enjoy the I 2016. Think, it was I th- weird. I guess the reason that I didn't think of it. As something like that is because the moment they traded Stalin Castro, not even an hour later, they signed Ben Zobris. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. You only had an hour of anger. Yeah, I wasn't even really angry. Like, I knew it was a, a possibility that he could be traded that offseason. I, and I knew that they were high on uh, Ben Zobris. So I was, you know, 
they kind they did kind of do exactly what I wanted them to do in a way. I mean, yeah, I was I was sad to see him go because yeah, he was like a homegrown Cubs uh, prospect, and I remember I want to say the first time that Castro came back to Chicago uh, with the Yankees, him and Rizzo went out. Uh, and I remember Rizzo posting a picture of them too on Instagram or something yeah. like that. And you know, you get those feels of like, man, like, wish he was still here. It, like, it it is sad, but it just I don't know. He he just he didn't win here, so that's why it, right. it's not nearly as bad as some of these other ones that we've said. But yeah, it is, he is one of the guys that you wish he could have been part of 2016 because he he did go through that entire rebuild. Kane is disappointing though. Like Kane is Kane's the Mount Rushmore of unfortunate trades in Chicago sports history. Like, do I think it's the right move? I think it's the right move. Yeah. But um, it's it's tough to watch because you watched him as like, when yeah. you go back and look at video of him in the draft. It's crazy. Coming up, you're like. That's 16 like years went so It looks like he's 14 fast. years old so in that. Race. So you literally that. watch him grow up from a child to an adult and now father. It's, I remember you know, I'm talking about it on Comcast Sportsnet. In those, in those I mean, <laughs> like that's, that's I rode on the. I was lucky to ride on top of the drive. bus with the guy twice, <laughs> in a parade. Like, flex, no, it's yeah, not. Big, it's not a flex. It's just that uh, if I had to pick up, it, was actually, it wasn't during a parade. It was just during a night out. Yeah, it was just a parade. No, <laughs> but like that. That's a. Uh, that's an opportunity you don't forget because mm-hmm. when you see the people and stuff, and and like Patrick Kane, well, for one of me was the Con Smythe. Yeah. So I mean. I got some cool opportunities because of yeah. Well, I mean, his play. Mike, Michael Collada asked, "Where where are we ever on the good side of a trade? <laughs> any sport? Yeah, Anthony Rizzo is one of them for the Cubs, yeah. right? Jake Arrieta, come yeah. on, Collada, yeah. you're better Sammy than that. Sammy Sosa. I mean, um, yeah. I will say that like all the trades that we are saying are like the ones that you look back, you're like, yeah, they probably needed to happen. Like I understand why it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, some of them have actually worked out the way they're supposed to. Whatever the Cubs one, is, they're, the they're, one with Rizzo is still playing out, but it, there it does are those seem promising. Hurt. Yeah, there are those most of hurt. them made sense. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. most most Bobby of them make PCA sense. Chris good. Bryant Chris still Bryant, has potential yeah. to be the right trade. Yeah. I mean, you guys have to. You do have to admit that you you like what you're doing now and the the team that you're talking about, rather than oh my god, we're sitting here and we owe. Javi Baez, $135 million more, dollars, <laughs> mm. and we still owe yeah. Chris Bryant $200 million. Like, yeah. You guys wouldn't want to be in that position, so it's just one of those things, I guess. Yeah. But the way that, <laughs> the, way that uh, the Cubs spend money, yeah, it's, it's good that they – right now, at least, it feels good that they, might, they, they may have avoided the, having to pay all that money, yeah. to, especially Baez. He's the one that I'm not really surprised to see what's happened. But, um. Chris Bryant just got to stay on the field. If he could stay on the field, I think that's one we'll be th- we could be talking about him thinking, man, like, well, I would love to have him at third base right now. What's interesting is, like, obviously we're doing a show with three Cubs guys, but not even the comments. There hasn't been any White Sox trades brought up. I see and Sammy's got to be one. The one that got Once away. they watched him come into, like, Hit sixty six home runs, but it, even at the fact when they traded him, he was still one of their well, bigger. That's not Pat. I know it's not Derrick Rose. Well, it's a, bad it's a trade, different thing. Like, like, again, it's a different heartbreak. story. That's where yeah. heartbreaking is when you look at Sammy's like, a different one too. Now, so I know a lot of people say, "Oh, I was heartbroken when Chris Sale got traded." Yeah, that's and I just good. didn't understand that because I was just done with that guy. Like, I just thought <laughs> right. he was a red ass. Like, it probably would have been like if they had traded Chris Sale. Stephen, were you were you heartbroken when Chris Sale got traded? Heartbroken. 
Okay, he says no because of yeah. Any Sox trade that so, hurt your core just because you like the player so much? As a fan? He's saying. He said Adam Eaton. Mm-hmm. I've he got one. Adam they traded Aaron Rowan, didn't they? Some people. But you got Jim Tomey back. I know, but people yeah. loved Aaron Rowan. Right. He did win the World Series. He won the World Series. He was like, were you hurt when they traded him? We need to get Aaron Rowan on our Bears podcast. He's a huge Bears fan. He huh? is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Get him on the White Sox podcast while you're at it. Carlos too. Lee got traded, correct? That El Caballo? Yeah. And Caballo. But Ordonez was a free agent. Did they trade Joe Creedy? Creedy? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember any Sox trades. I'm not going to lie. Like any big ones. Yeah, Chris Sale well, is the only one that I can well, think when the Cubs of, traded yeah. Steve Stone. Well, yeah. Quintana was what about, the, what about that Quintana trade? I was going to say, were they heartbroken over Quintana? Oh, I don't no, know. No, no okay. the, it's just a different level with guys <laughs> that were legends. I was just kind of numb <laughs> during the Quintana trade the day that it happened. So, Colada right, says so, uh, Dick Allen. Oh, Sox got Dick Allen. I'm glad that we get to talk a little bit about DraftKings. I don't get to do a lot of show with Cody, but Cody, how have your DraftKings bets been going? Uh, well, tonight I'm riding San Diego and Portland over fifty eight and a half, and I'm riding uh, Luke's Valpo Valparaiso uh, Beacons. Beacons, yeah, still taking the Crusaders. taking them and Murray State over one forty and a half. So should have taken Mizzou minus four yesterday. God, you have not shut up about that. I haven't. God, <laughs> I'm I every you, you don't you shouldn't want me to bet on Mizzou because every time I do, they 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 don't cover and they don't win. I need to start brushing <laughs> up on my college basketball because we'll I might actually may start putting March some Madness. money down March on March Madness. Madness. Coming, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, yeah. Me and Sean, we're it's been a roller coaster, and but that's the that's been the college basketball season is so up and down with a lot of teams. So yeah, we have had our good weeks, we've had our bad weeks. Anyway, uh, listeners, right now should download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Again, that's code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. Also, uh, we are so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. They just opened up a new Circle K in Lakeview East by mm. the gym I go huh, to. Okay. Nice. There you um, go. Reminds Circle me K. of like uh, Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent <laughs> yes. Adventure. There you go. Circle yeah. K was in that, right? Yeah. 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 I was thinking it was Wayne's World, but it was yeah, Bill yeah. and Ted's. So, uh, anyway, I'm excited to go check that the, the my my local Circle K out. They have the best coffee, beer, and snack collection, and premium gas at some locations. So, uh, look out for the freebies and giveaways down the road. Uh, my favorite snack to get at like a Circle K is uh, I love um, the combos. Combos are combos. always good. Yeah. Slim Jims. Not a big combos guy, but I also like uh, yeah, like a Starbucks Frappuccino. If you need a pick me up, don't don't yell at me on how I pronounce pron- pronounce this. Pron- pronounce. 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 <laughs> I can't talk. I can't even pronounce. That's pronounce. Right I'm doing there. That's right there. Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. And the show. Pronounce. Uh, <laughs> I pronounce it Gardados, but some people say Gardetos. Gardetos. Yeah, like people. That's a choice. Yeah, I don't even know what I, that is. I love. Yeah. I love those as well. I don't know I what that is, but it sounds like you're there. wrong. It's like the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, thanks to Circle K for sponsoring CHGO. Visit the nearest Circle K. Pick up all those favorite finds. All right, quickly here. March 4th, CHGO turns one year old, baby. Hey. Let's go. Hey. 
I want to thank everyone for all their support over this year. As, I mean, it's crazy thinking just a year ago we did our first The Chicago Sports Podcast. That was the first one we did. Mm-hmm. I think we did a few different waves of people, and uh, you, you can probably go back in the playlist and watch it. It's crazy to think of how far we came. But yeah. real quickly, favorite moment from the first year? Wow. My oh, favorite man. part of the of year one. That's tough. Probably going to be very Cubs-centric. Yours is probably covering the Field of Dreams. Yeah, I was going to say Field of Dreams. Uh, like, that was the first one that popped in my head. I, I would have to say, yeah, Field of Dreams is awesome. Uh, as an overall CHGO thing, I would say my favorite thing has was probably the first Bears tailgate. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Ooh, we had good. like 200-some people show up to that thing, and the weather was pretty good. Yeah, Bears tailgates were awesome. Uh, and, and I had a very good time. Leave it the last time. tailgate was real cold. I would say <laughs> tailgate, that was fun. I would yeah. say either surprising them with my Jordans or Ooh, that was tricking everybody with the April Fools Whatever. joke. Oh my good. god, Whatever. the April yeah. Fools joke. Gold. Yeah, I, I think the events uh, to me have just been awesome. I mean, we mm-hmm. did that first White Sox one in the middle. Oh, that of, was I think, fun. July. Yeah, awesome. And kind of seeing people, people coming yeah. out. Yeah. Those Bears tailgates were great. Yeah. Some of these takeovers we've done. Uh, on a more personal level, it, I think the coolest part of CHGO or working at CHGO in the first year was has been the two random people I've seen in the wild that have noticed me. And <laughs> I, I thought and you were going to say the people you work with. I was starting to get I thought he was going to say the friends that he made along the way. The friends I made along the way, But I'm just saying it 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 does it hasn't it didn't get old even though it's only happened twice but it was pretty cool to see. And the people we work with are okay too but we could we could not do it without people watching. We had a great crowd today. Appreciate you watching the Chicago Sports Podcast every Thursday at 3 p.m. Make sure you check us out. If you have a podcast provider, make sure you're following us there. Could use a little help there. Use a good review. Tell a friend. Uh, but for now, appreciate you guys stopping by this week. Luke, we'll see you next Thursday. Yep. Joey, thanks for your support today. And uh, we'll see everyone next time.